everybody to the uh, Box Score Sports Podcast. I am your host, Ryan, and we're going to talk about the NBA today. Um, and to do that with me is my co-host, uh, Isaac. Isaac, how's it going, man? Good. Sorry about the little delay here, man. Just waking up, getting my coffee. But how are you doing? I'm good, too. I am also getting my coffee, you know. Yes, so Much needed. It's much needed. And no lie. No lie. Playing 2K last night, guys, man, you know. It was a late night last night. <laughs> did pretty good though. We did good on the pro am team, Ryan. You got you fed in. You fed in really well with the team. I'm we won't talk good. about that last game I played. But no, no, no. The last yeah. game was. Oof. But yeah, no. you did good though. Yeah, played thirteenth in the world. The the that team. But anyway, but uh, yeah, well, super much. Fun. Welcome to this. Welcome to the podcast, baby. Yeah, well, welcome to the podcast, everybody. Um, by the way, as we have. Um, some of these conversations feel free to um join in the conversation we're going to talk about the in-season tournament we're going to talk about fixing some teams top five point guards of all time or even i i have a little bit of a twist to that um i also am going to talk a little bit of just the point guards that i've seen uh so we'll we'll talk about that as well uh hope uh so feel free to join into the conversation by the way, everybody. So Isaac, yep. want to get into the uh, in-season tournament? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, how are you feeling about it? A lot of a lot of games happened yesterday. Uh, the last two days, actually, we saw that the Bunk Bucks won, Lakers yep. won, Pelicans yep. won. How are we feeling about the in-season tournament so far? Like I said, and I've said this every every time on Twitter. I said it in the podcast last the other time when we did the quick reaction to the Celtics game. Um. It's a great start. I love the I love the idea. The NBA got a great foundation with this, but like I said, still got to have some meaning to it at the end of the at the end of the day. Hopefully, years to come, the NBA can put some more higher higher stakes here in this in in this in season tournament. And then you know, I, I feel like it's great. It's 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 got to be here to stay. But this is the reason why I want more meaning to it because I I, I love the tournament. I think it's great for the fans. It's great for the players. You see the you see the competitiveness. I'm not hating on the in season tournament, and the games have been very great. Like I like the Pacers and Celtics game. That was a good game. The Bucks Knicks game was good, and the Lakers Suns game was was very competitive throughout that whole game. So, um, me personally, I'm a fan of the in season tournament, but I don't want it to end up as the All Star game, Ryan. I just don't. I, I I'm that's what I'm afraid of. I get it. It's the first year of this and a fan on twitter stated to you and me and when they added me when they were talking about this they said well it's the first year ever so the nba is not going to get it right on the head but i love what you said though ryan on that tweet i wish we could put up old tweets we, we got to put up our tweets on here too i think that's what we got to do <laughs> because some of these guys that, that have been talking to us they don't know what they're talking about because you hit it right on the head the play-in tournament they got it right the very first year mm -hmm. they have to the, the nba has to make it way better than just a cup and money for the players it's got to be it's got to mean something towards the real playoffs then bro if the way they're playing now imagine if the stakes were higher if it was for an nba draft pick if the 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 team that wins the in-season tournament gets the first the first pick of the draft or a team like you stated you know can pick their first round playoff opponent or I think I've stated this. They go up two seeds, whatever their whatever their record or their their season ends, they can go up two seeds. You know what I'm saying? Like if you win this cup, 
like this cup winning this cup could you know how should i say this should make it make it better for the playoffs for for you for your team for your franchise you know what i'm saying so i think that would be great now i i agree um you know what what's funny is it's funny uh we we have some comments there. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm reading go, it right now. Go ahead, Machi go ahead, said, go ahead. Ryan's still goaded, which is true. <laughs> Machi said it gives guys an incentive to play, which for those who don't make those big contracts, and I agree with that, Mach. I agree with that. And then Megan stated what Giannis said last night was hilarious. Yeah, no, that was that was hilarious. So I, I actually have that run down. So he's like, after 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 they beat the Knicks, he said, "Oh, we're making money." I didn't know that. He, he like he he said he's like I don't I don't even know we're making money and then he said the rich are getting richer is what he said after after that so I just I thought his comments were hilarious after the game and I agree with uh, the fact that the the players that don't make a ton of money which are usually right. like the bench players will make a little bit more because I think it's a five hundred thousand dollar just for the winner but that incentive does apply to the all-star game as well. Even though those guys make more money, the dunk contest, they like, they, they incentivize these guys to take these games seriously. But eventually what always happens is they realize it's just not as important. What as like people took the all-star game super seriously, the players did um, back in the day, they took that seriously. They, they, you know, they don't anymore. They don't anymore. So there's just got to be a little bit more um, uh, incentive. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm with you there. But, but, but I'm with you too, as far as the all-star game, like you said, it it meant something back then. The all-star game meant something back then. The dunk contest, all that, it meant something back Mm -hmm. then to these players. It's cool right now. And I've stated this on Twitter. It, everybody cares right now because it's, we've never seen this before. Sure. Yeah. I'm talking, I'm talking about the bigger picture. Talk about if it stays like this, right? Mm-hmm. Five, 10 years down the road, this is going to get dry real quick. Nobody's going to care about this. And you, you sent me something on Twitter too, Ryan, about, oh, the Pacers are playing for this cup while the Celtics are really worrying about the Larry O'Brien. Like, see, like yeah. you're going to get clowned if this in-season tournament cup ain't for higher reward towards the actual main thing, which is the Larry O'Brien trophy. That's what everybody's really trying to play for. No, it's, it's true. Um, and if the Pacers win this tournament and miss the p- playoffs, like I've, I've been saying like, as which is my dream, uh, people are going to make, make, um, make more fun. Not, not that they missed the playoffs. They get bounced in the first round. People are going to make fun of this in season tournament just a little bit more. Right. Machi yeah. said they should call up the G league superstars for each organization and give them that opportunity. That would be fun just to see different talent because they would, that like G league talent would take that seriously, no matter what, because they're trying to make a a name for themselves in the NBA. But that's why we got the summer league though. Yeah. Yeah. But how many eyes are on the summer league compared, compared to, yeah, that, that would be the only difference. Yeah. I I understand that. That's true. But Hey, that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, Megan said something. Uh, I, I'm, I can't see the comment. She said something about Giannis saying, asked if he was excited to go to Vegas and he was basically not really, you know? So, mm. yeah. So yeah. it's funny because some of the players like LeBron last night, he's like, Hey, 
we have something to play for. So let's like fight hard. And then some of the players are like, ah, you know, I, you know, yeah, like, it's, it's like a toss up, you know, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. If, if, if Giannis is like what Megan stated, if Giannis is already feeling that way in the very first year of this tournament, imagine five, 10 years from now, if it stays like this, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying nobody's going to care about this. Yeah. I, I I think, I think there will, yeah, there will always be, but you want everybody to care. That's the point, yes. right? Like you want the Celtics to be heartbroken that they lost. You want the fans to be completely not devastated, but really upset that they couldn't beat a Pacers team. Right. That's what you want. Um, and, and having stakes, but why don't, why, why don't we focus on some of the games though that were played because some of them were yeah. fun. We don't, any thoughts real quick on the Bucks beating the Knicks? It was kind of a blowout, so I don't know if there's much to talk about there. Um, It was a good game, you know. I, I Did anybody have the Knicks winning that game? Honestly, in Milwaukee, <laughs> I I didn't. Yeah, we're going to talk you about know? the Knicks, too, a little later because there's yeah. they're a team that I'd like to fix, so we'll talk about that sure. a little later. So, but... Yeah. um. Yeah, I don't. I, I had Milwaukee winning. It, it just was kind of, you know, in the third quarter they ran away with it. Oh, they sure did. Time. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah. They just kind of ran away with it. Uh, mo- the the more, I don't know, exciting game to talk about is Lakers Suns. Um, yeah, that was that was the that was the that was the game to watch. Yeah. Any thoughts on that game, real quick? I just caught the ending of it because we were yeah. we were playing two K. I know you watched it, Ryan. You had your TV yeah. on. I, I didn't really catch it. I just saw the ending of it. Um, but LeBron, bro, 39 years old and still doing this, still putting up these numbers. Almost almost got a triple double last night. It's just it's just amazing, bro. Like we gotta once he retires, it's gonna be very uh it's gonna be very weird for the NBA once LeBron's gone. Yeah, he's ridiculous. You know, yeah, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a bittersweet day when that that day when he hangs it up, man. Yeah. I, I'm not ready for it because uh, I know Pers- we got good. I I know we got good talent, young talent to 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 keep the NBA going, like Tatum, Luca, and everything. And now Victor Wembanyama. Now we got Tyrese Halliburton. We got great talent to keep this NBA to keep the NBA product going and and and, and for people to be engaged with it. But LeBron, bro, like that's. You can't, it's like Michael Jordan. You can't replace that. You know? Yeah. yeah that's tough. Yeah. That, that will be tough. I'm sort of, it, it's like a bittersweet thing because I'm, I'm kind of excited for it because I'm ready for the new wave of superstars to take over. I'm kind of yeah. ready for that. But you also like, I, I guess for lack of a better term, I hate watch the Laker, like LeBron. He's always been a thorn as a Piston fan, you know, as a Boston fan, like he's been a thorn in our side forever. Um, so, so it's like, oh, finally he'll be gone. But I don't know. You're right. It's it's going to be sort of a bittersweet moment when he's done um, playing. Uh, but, hit, but the, you know, Durant was awesome again last night. He's having himself a year. Like sure he's going to be able to play. He's, he's 35. I think he'll be able to play the next three, four years because of his oh, style yeah. of play. He's just, he's just a sniper no matter where he is on the court. So absolutely, uh, that's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, but 31. Yeah. He, he, well, and he, only, he shot seven from the three. Ooh. Yeah. 12 of 17 from the field. Like let's go. Man. Right. Yeah. 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 
Like that's Devin pretty Booker, crazy. Devin Booker had, had, had an okay game. Grayson Allen though, 21 points. Yeah. That's what he does sometimes. <laughs> uh, Man. D'Angelo Russell did not have himself a game. So that's no, concerning. Didn't. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the other part of it was the controversial call that happened at the end. Did you see that at all? I did not. I, I, I just saw LeBron when I, when I put on the NBA highlights on, on YouTube, it didn't show that call. So what happened? You gotta tell me so basically, yeah, basically there that. was about, it was one Oh five to one Oh three. Um, the Lakers inbound the ball. Austin Reeves kind of gets trapped, uh, okay. loses the ball. And as he lost the ball, LeBron ran over and called a timeout. Mm. Um, if you watch the replay, he definitely did not get that timeout on out on time. Uh, the ball was loose. Nobody had possession. So it's sort of like when in like two, 2K. Like, yeah, like that's what 2K. I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. When, <laughs> when the ball's like passed and they'll call timeout while the ball's still in the air. It's like it, nobody has clear possession of it at that time. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm saying a lot of fans are outraged by it and officials are standing by it. They said that they made the correct call. Nah, I don't think so. Yeah, no, that's that sucks. That's garbage. If, if that's I, I'm trying to find the um the YouTube clip right now on my phone, um, but if if nobody had possession, you can't call timeout, bro. You're not you don't have the ball in your hands to call it. You know what I'm saying? That's a live ball. Officials sticking up for officials? No way. I've never heard that before. You know? Come on. Like it w- it was a bad it was a bad timeout. Like they they should not have awarded LeBron that timeout. That was that was bad. And if, the, okay, I'm looking at it right now. Let me just see it. I'm watching this live, guys. Getting my yeah. live reaction right now to this. Oh, yeah, that's garbage. Oh, that's garbage. Oh, that's garbage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Not great. Yeah, no, no. There's yeah. no way. There's no way. No, I know, man. There's I know. no way. Yep, that's the the way uh, it happened, though. So it, as you could tell, a lot of people were upset. And like I even had a couple friends text me, not not surprised at all that the Lakers got that call. And again, you know, we go we go to the we talked about this in the NFL last week about officiating now and the NBA is one of those leagues too that could just fix a lot of things. Although it wow, sounded like the officials bro. stand next to the uh, officials, but I don't know. They could fix a lot of things if they would just communicate with one another from a distance too. Um, but yeah, that was oh, an awful yeah, that's call. terrible. That's terrible. Le- and you see LeBron, like he called timeout when Austin Reeves was already on the floor and the ball was nowhere near him. They, yeah. like, Kevin Durant poked the ball loose or Devin yep. Booker or whatever. And that's, that. that's terrible. Yeah. That's a terrible call. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Garbage. It gave, it gave the Lakers the win. So. Yeah. Uh, not that the Lakers went to one if, you know, because they were up two, so anything could happen, but yeah, that's a little bit of a bummer. Um, that, that game had to end that way. Uh, the Kings losing to Pelicans. Any thought on that? Because we talked about, just so you guys know, if you're you're watching this or listening to this afterwards, we had an instant reaction on the Pacers and the uh, Celtics game. You can go watch that on our YouTube channel, um, the Box Score Sports Podcast, or even on, uh, I believe, on Twitch or, or uh, Twitter. Twitter. I posted it on Twitter, yeah. too, on our, yeah. on our Twitter page. 
Yeah, so you can watch that. But any any thoughts on the other game we haven't talked about, the Kings uh, Pelicans? Um, that was that was a I I didn't really watch the whole game, but um, bits and pieces. The uh, Brandon Ingram looked great that game. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm gonna pull up the stats right now. Uh, I, I I don't know how how Zion did. Um, but I I did I did hear uh, Brandon Ingram went nuts. Let me see. Yeah, he 30, 30 and a 38 and six, 10 for 20 from the field. Zion only had 10 points, though. Oof. Yeah, he did what he, he sort of did what he had to do. I think like he only had 10 points, but he had he had yeah, six rebounds, six of six, three steals, you know, um, not his greatest game. But I mean, he, he didn't need to do any more than that. They won by 10. Right. Um, yeah, and then but, but but that but if you're the face of this franchise, you can't yeah. be putting up ten points, bro. Yeah, I think Ingram's gonna be that. Honestly, we for... shouldn't even have Zion Williamson on this background right now. It should be Brandon Ingram. I know, right? See, Man, that's I, what I'm talking my about. My bad. My bad. That no, was no, no. me. When you think of no, no, Prince, this is the perfect example right here. This is this makes my argument valid right now, Ryan. When you think of the Pelicans, you think of who? You think of Z- you think yeah. of Brandon Ingram right away? Yeah. No, I, I, Zion, Zion. Yeah, right, you, exactly. Yeah. So that's what yeah. I'm saying. Zion cannot be putting up 10 points a game, bro. Isaac, that's the greatest point that you've ever made on this podcast. Oh, man. So I must I must be really bad at this. Huh? No, no, no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it, was great. it was a great oh, point. Oh, my goodness. That was a good oh, point, I though. Look back at these other at these other podcasts. Yeah, I no. Good points. More valid yeah. points. No, that, oh, my Lord. that's great. That's great. No. Th- that was a good point, though. Yeah, yeah, that's the first person I thought of. Oh, I'll get a Zion picture, but it really oh, should absolutely. have been Ingram. Yeah, absolutely. I would have did the same thing, though. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, on the other end, Sabonis so, so played very well. He has he had a triple double. Uh, yeah. and Fox is his shooting wasn't great. Um, no. but no. uh, he had thirty. Yeah. Uh, can't t- ten for twenty five from the field though is is a little rough. Fifteen. You know that 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 percentage was 45 percent. That's not great from the field. No, that's not good. Forty, I think. Um, okay. Uh, that kind of leads uh, us into our next topic. Are you, anything else about the in season tur- tournament before we move on from that? Uh, no, I think we covered covered everything. You know, like I said, the main the main point that we're all trying to make here is the NBA has to make the in season tournament more meaningful years to come for this to stick around. You know, Correct. and if they do that, if they if the NBA can accomplish that objective, the end season tournament is going to be the best thing the NBA has ever came up with. I think that'll I think it'd be better than the play in tournament, honestly. Because uh, if you win this, you know how many you, you know because it's already playoff atmosphere as it is. So if the NBA finds a way to make it meaningful, oh man, it's going to be like the best thing they've ever came up with, bro. Ever. Yeah. What? Yeah. Great start. Uh, super fun to watch. Um, yeah. But I would say that some people, you know, like when we were on the the two um, K last night with with Machi and and all the guys, uh, right. some 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 of the guys are like, oh, who's even in it? Who's yeah? I haven't watched a game, and those guys mm-hmm. like basketball. Mm-hmm. Like, so how are we getting those fans involved? How are we right. getting them to care about these games? That's that's the point because me and you are going to care about basketball regardless, but how do you get the casual fan? I'm not saying that Machi's casual. I'm not. Uh, so I'm, I'm being very, very clear, but 
you know what I'm saying? How are we how are we getting that fan base to care about the tournament? Right. So, you're, you're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. Right. So, okay. Uh, well, I want to talk about this because this was um, a topic on Twitter. You know, uh, I was trying to see what fan, fans were kind of talking about every, you know, uh, on Twitter. And, and after Halliburton's performance, Fox's performance, the debate between Fox and Halliburton came up. So I wanted to talk a little bit about um, about them versus uh, like the trade happened. Right. Um, and uh, that trade ended up, um, you know, seemingly to benefit both teams. But how are you feeling about these two players in sort of like a versus type thing? It's so hard, man, because I like both players. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was looking on Twitter and, and a lot of people were debating about this topic. And they're trying to see did the Kings make the right move? You know, mm-hmm. and honestly, it's just so hard. It's so hard to. It's just so hard to, like, say if they did or not, because Halliburton's now becoming a superstar, like he's transcending into a superstar now. Yeah. Where Fox is, is still a great point guard. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, oh, man, bro, I. I watched a lot of Kings highlights with Halliburton because I, I didn't really like pay attention. I'm going to be, I'm going to be very honest with everybody here. I didn't pay attention to Halliburton when he first came in the league. I didn't even know who he was. Didn't even know he was from Wisconsin and know nothing. I'm just being real. I'm being honest. I'm giving an honest opinion right here. I look back, Halliburton was killing. And honestly, it was, it was during the COVID season. So it was just a weird, he just came in into the NBA at a weird time. Mm-hmm. If it was any other year, everybody would be like, why are the Kings trading him? Because I feel like a lot more people would have been more engaged, honestly, that year if COVID didn't exist. So it's just it's just tough, you know. But looking at it now, I mean, that would have been a nasty duo if they would have just held on to him. But then they wouldn't have had no big either, you know. And I think Sabonis fits well with them. So it's like it's a win-win, honestly, for both teams. That's the thing. If you're going to make fun of the people about like Halliburton, it should be every all the 12 teams that passed on him in the draft. I don't know if I would make fun of the Kings because even Pacers fans, you have to admit like the Sabonis Miles Turner's fit was really weird. Right. It was. Yeah. So was the Fox and Halliburton fit. It was weird uh, because like Halliburton is averaging like what, you know, 11 assists, right? 12 assists Mm -hmm. this year. Um, this, yeah. You want him to have the ball, but you also want De'Aaron Fox to have the ball, right? Right. So right. now you, 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 when you traded Halliburton, you kind of made two awkward fits, and you made them sort of better. You made them complete. Like Miles Turner looks better, Sabonis looks better, Fox looks better, Halliburton looks better. So it was a win-win, I think, for both teams. I, I don't. So you know, last year Fox was the clutchest player in the NBA statistically. He won that clutch award. Award. Right. So mm-hmm. it's not like he's a scrub. Right. So no. And it, the Kings did very well last year. Yeah. The Pacers, I know. Were the Pacers in the playoffs last year? No. No, no. And, so, and I, in the in and aren't the the Kings are doing good this year too. So it's like I think are. it's a win win, right? It is a win win. You know, it's a win win for both teams, you know. Yeah. But oh man, I'm just thinking, you know, Halliburton was still on that Kings team though, even if they didn't trade him. You still think the Kings would still be doing what they're doing now? You think they'd be putting up these stats? 
you know, it, I don't know because it seemed like Hal Burton and Fox weren't working well together. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. So you never, you never, that's, that's the good thing about, that's the cool thing about sports. We just don't know. Yeah. You know, cause yeah. Halliburton was still young. He was still a rookie. Yeah. Rookie sophomore uh, year, you know, so. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, so let me ask you this then, if you could, um, what's it called there? If you could pick, you had to pick one of these two guys, right? Like yeah. GM, you're starting your own team. Which one Don't are you picking? I'm I'm doing it because this is a discussion. Because ultimately, uh, this is what this discussion to me boils down to. Which guy would you rather have? Although right. I think both guys are great. Yeah, they're both great. I that's I probably would have to go with Halliburton. Yeah. You know, younger. Yep. I just think he's more electric as far as the from shooting the three. You know, and 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 I love Fox, bro. That's why this is so hard because he he's so, so fast. He's so clutch too, yeah. and he's yeah. very fast. And I just think, from a point guard's perspective, I just think Halliburton is. He reminds me of like Magic when he's when he's passing it. Like he got really great vision. You know, he's not flashy like Magic, like with the pat, like the no looks and stuff. But he he's throwing dimes, bro. I know, yeah. You know, and that's that's what you need from a point guard. Like the point guard view from like people nowadays in this generation all care about threes and 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 shooting and you know the the, the i think let, let's be honest the, the real true point guard that's left in this generation this era is chris paul right you know what i'm saying like halliburton six five can shoot the ball and pass it you know what i'm saying so it's like yeah that's another that's another beast bro you know what I'm no, no i i I agree. I think I'd go Halliburton as well. And yeah. it makes your defense a little bit more, I would say, uh, what's it called? Flexible when you have a 6'5 point guard versus Yeah, a he six, plays three. both sides of the ball. Yeah, so he's a right. great defender. Too. Yeah. yeah, I agree. But I think it's close. I'm with you. It's it's hard to just pick one over the other, but uh, that's that's what I would you can't, do. You can't go wrong. If people choose Fox, too, I mean – Fox, yeah. Fox is changing that Kings franchise around too. I mean, if, if you're a Kings fan, I mean, I think you're content with having Fox as your point guard, you know? Oh yeah. You should be happy. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. and that you got Sabonis, like Sabonis right. is good. Right. Right. So yeah. Okay. You ready for our next topic? Let's get it. Uh, LeBron versus Udoka. So <laughs> this happened in a game. The <laughs> Lakers played, uh, um, the Rockets. I just wanted to talk about it because it happened within the last week and it was kind of funny. So a as they got into it, both of them got teed up and Udoka got thrown out. And basically uh, there was some audio released and essentially, essentially uh, Udoka was telling LeBron to stop whining. And then like they that, kind of that, went back and that, forth. That's PG. That's PG. That, that's related. PG. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a PG, PG version. It, Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thoughts? Any thoughts on what happened here? Um, the way the refs handled it or. The... Yeah. I, 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 I was watching this on first take and I saw Stephen A. Smith's reaction to this and he was just so upset. He said, he said, well, what are you doing in their conversation? Talking to the ref. Mm -hmm. You know, like they're not they're not throwing haymakers. They're not, you know, putting hands on each other. I mean, I think 
the refs are just too i feel like they're just too involved you gotta let that go man it's yeah. trash talk it's part of the game that's what right. makes basketball fun i know you know what i'm saying and, yep. and 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 playing basketball you know uh with luke and everybody you know i like that that's like that where i came from we talk we talk trash <laughs> honestly that that's how i that's how i play basketball there's no trash talking bro it kind of makes basketball kind of stale you know what i'm saying i mean I, sure. I i get for the people that 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 aren't used to it that aren't accustomed to it and they just like playing just to have fun i get all that you're trying to play bro and they're these are grown men playing at a professional level you gotta let that go that's part of the game yeah that's, yeah that was ultimately first of all i agree 100 percent with you the ref needs to just butt his head out of that that doesn't yeah, that bad what was being garbage. said wasn't that bad where you needed to kick anyone out of the game right um the second thing is uh, because lebron doesn't need you to protect him okay like that's the, the you know like let's let's put the, okay second thing um i love that yudoka called lebron out for whining because that's yes. my number one problem like if i picked any problem i had with the nba it's the amount that these players whine about calls and no calls. It's like even yesterday um, when I when I was kind of half watching the Lakers game, you know, while we were playing 2K, a call happened. Oh, LeBron tried to throw it uh, uh, a pass and it hit Booker's foot, incidentally. So I think the um, the ref didn't call kickball because kickball is not incidental ca- contact. It's intentional contact, typically by rule. Um and they didn't call it. And LeBron was complaining about it for like two possessions after. It's like, mm. dude, you can't change it. What are you doing? Just, you know, right. go. And I just, and it's not just LeBron. It's it's like all the players nowadays. Yeah, Tatum, just, Tatum's turned into that too. And it kind of yeah, gets me a little Luca, upset. Luca's like that. Yeah, Luca, oh, Booker's yeah. like that. Like, yes. uh, just stop whining. Like, get your initial thought out there. But at some point, you just got to stop whining about it. So I love that Udoka went after LeBron for that because uh, it's something that even fans, I think, get sick of is the whining from players. It's a, it's a bad habit that's that LeBron started. You know, mm-hmm. and LeBron being the face of the of the of the league, you know, everybody's looking to him, right? Yeah. So if LeBron's doing it, everybody's gonna do it. Yeah. So LeBron, LeBron got a Le- LeBron has to do better at that, you know. But at the same time, he's LeBron James, bro. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, like, let's be real. You know, right, LeBron, but... LeBron's bigger than 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 the league at this right. point. LeBron what I is the league. Yeah, but for for me, it's like, okay, how, you know, he is the league. So how is the league when you leave it? Or how is the league when you're in it? And that's that's what we got to talk about, right? It's like these new new young guys are looking at this. Right. It's going to create bad habits years. Correct. That's my point. Yeah. And I know. So I get I get that aspect, you know, and that's what I'm saying. Like LeBron, like, but who are we to tell LeBron to stop doing anything? You know what I'm saying? So it's like gotta look at it from that perspective too you know but i agree you know lebron has to do better at, at, at being more of a leader and, and and a lot of kids watch lebron man let's just be real i, I will know, say everybody watches LeBron. yeah i would say who are we we are the the fans who support the product and right. if the fans aren't you know satisfied totally with that product that you got to change it right like that's just any, right. that's just any good business knows that so right. if like the majority of fans are like listen we're tired of these players whining all the time about calls 
you got to change it. Like, that's just right. And I'm not saying like initially I get initially going up to the ref and be like, man, you missed that. You got, but like when it's three plays so later, going that's going. the right, problem right. I have right. with it. Like, just stop. Yeah. It's like, it's not, you're, you are not going to convince the ref to build a time machine to go back in time and change that call. You're not going to convince that dude to do that. So, um, like get your, your initial thoughts out of the way and then just move on. That's my point. I, I understand the complaining I to a certain extent, but just, I, I need you to stop at some point. That's all. So I good agree. for you, Doka, to, to get on LeBron for that. That's all. That's all. I yeah. But the say. ejection was, was egregious. Oh yeah. That's the, you know, like, so that's what I'm saying. Like, Oh, totally. I, I, I get, I get, you know, what you're saying as far as keep complaining about it. But if two grown, if two grown men are just having some words with each other, you know, and, and, and what I'm saying, too, like when people dunk and they stare down, that that does not deserve attack, bro. I agree. I agree. You know, and Tatum, even though he's been he's been becoming a whiner, too. He claps his hands and is getting thrown out. Yeah. Where he's like, oh, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, like you just called that. Like, come on, bro. Like Draymond Green usually oh. swearing and yelling and being in the ref's face and doesn't get ejected. Now he is now. But. There, it's it, it's kind of like you know, some some refs throw people out for nothing, like this, mm-hmm. and then players keep complaining five plays down the road about something that happened about five plays ago. You know what I'm saying? And they don't do anything about it. Correct, correct. And I I 100 agree with you. The inconsistency, like I, I was listening to um, a podcast, Zach Lowe, and I think I think that's a podcast, and he was talking about how like Draymond feels targeted by the ref and this and this was after like the whole uh, he choked out Rudy Gobert thing and 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 what he said and I totally agree with this point is like he's one of the most protected players by the refs because he he gets to do like yeah like he gets to yell at the refs and and some of the stuff he does it's like they have a, a a which is weird they have a a bigger threshold with him than they do with a lot of other players like Tatum, like when he claps, when he's upset about a call, that's minor. Like that will happen. That's an instant reaction. Like that doesn't need to, even when they hang on the rim, sometimes I'm like, if it's wait till it gets too excessive. Sometimes they're doing that for their own protection. And, and, and and we've seen refs uh, call um, flagrant fouls for that. So uh, technicals, I should say for that. So anyway, yeah. uh, I, I think there are some things that needs to be cleaned up in the game, but that's not like, let's, let's settle down on, on some of that stuff. Refs, you, you guys are being too sensitive. It is. Yeah. It's very sensitive. Okay. You ready to fix some teams? Let's get it, man. I'm excited about this one. Yeah. Yeah. So it's about 25 games into the NBA season, maybe a little less. So I thought what we could do, um, Isaac is we're going to pick some teams that uh, we want to fix in the NBA, and I had you pick two, I picked two, and I put a bonus one in there. So we're Sweet. gonna we're gonna start with the Detroit Pistons, and you pick the Pistons, and that's funny because I'm a Pistons yep. fan, right? Yep. So uh, let me ask you, why did you pick the Pistons first? Let's start with that. Well, to be completely honest with you, they're the worst team in the league. No, you're 100 percent right. <laughs> so something's got to happen. I, yeah. I get they're still in a rebuilding process. Um, you know, the, I'm trying to look at their roster, and they, they had they had some good draft picks this year. You know, they they did they did do good with the draft. I think, in my opinion, 
But, oh, I like their draft. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that. You know, and Cade, Cade's their, their, their franchise player. I still think they should build around him. Mm-hmm. Um, Cade is uh, averaging 22.4 points per game, 7.3 yeah. assists, 4 rebounds. Um, it's just the turnovers. But who is he throwing it to? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think we touched base on this a, a couple podcasts ago. Is you're saying, who is he throwing it to? Mm-hmm. You know, and that and that's true. And, you know, it's, these guys that they drafted this year, they're still rookies. Um you know, so it's it's gonna take some time, but uh, honestly, they just got to keep going to, towards the draft. You know, the draft is uh, their best friend right now. Yeah, their 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 development in their young players needs to be a priority, especially like Jaden Ivy. So, like, um, right. I'm with you on building around Cade, and that's why they need to fix things, right? Because you right. W- don't want to stunt his growth. Absolutely. And so, the way you would fix it. Are you saying yeah. just continue to go continue through the go draft? The draft. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Continue going to the draft. I mean, I don't see anybody worthy other than Cade for a trade to get yeah. another star caliber player. And nobody's going to trade with the Pistons anytime soon. Do you think? I mean, is there any NBA GM that's going to want any of these players on the Pistons? Yeah, so that's a great question. So the first thing I would love for them to do is fire Monty Williams and bring in a coach that will play Jaden Ivey. That'd be great. Um, but really? I know that won't happen. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I like Monty Williams. I like him for a veteran team. I think he can get good production. Uh, uh, he raises the ceiling of teams. He doesn't raise the floor. Okay. Um, I've not seen him develop a player. This was one of my biggest concerns coming when he was hired by the Pistons mm-hmm. was who did he develop? The one player that he had the opportunity to do that with De- was DeAndre Ayton, and that relationship was toxic. He he right, went a whole right. off that's season fair. without talking to DeAndre Ayton, and I just don't think that's good a good sign for a head coach with young players. So to me, they they fell in love with the fact that he got to the finals and da da da. Yeah, I would also say go look at his record with and without Chris Paul. That might tell you a little something about his coaching. But I digress. I think he's a good veteran coach i don't know i mean if this is his for... first year and in, in the you know coaching the pistons right i think are, right. you think you're going a little too hard i think it's the Pistons well, fan in you talking maybe Not but even. i will say the fact <laughs> the fact that uh he never talked to Jaden ivy before he was benched um that's a red flag for me like you can't be like a leader to talk to your guy be like hey i know you started 73 games last year you know, but we're we're gonna put you on the bench because I just think we have a better chance of winning with you coming off the bench and providing a spark, anything like that. But he didn't actually have a conversation with Hyvie. Uh and I, I don't understand why he's not starting. Now he is. They're going with the three guard guard lineup, but they're not gonna fire Monty Williams because he signed a seven year no. contract. So what can yeah, we do no, from there? No. Well, I think I think you're being too hard on Monty. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. You could you touch some key points, you know. Uh maybe maybe Monty has to be a better coach in that aspect. But um, you know, it, I mean, if you fire Monty Williams, Brian, who what coach do you think would fit this team or to fix it? You know what I'm saying? I, I don't think there's any other coaches out there really, you know, to and, and, and to go in that rebuilding direction. You know what I'm saying? Like who do who do you who do you have in mind? Uh, there's street coaches that I would have probably went at. Well, four I would have went after. Uh, Nick Nurse is an obvious one, uh, but he's not available anymore, right? Right, right. Uh, so, so I would. Uh, Kenny Atkinson, uh, he developed and, and played uh, uh, Brooklyn right before, uh, before. 
Kenny before, Atkinson? Yeah. Because know. I'm not worried about like getting to the championship right now. I'm worried about developing young talent. That's what I'm worried about, right? Like Kenny Atkinson did really good with that Brooklyn team right before Durant and um yeah. uh, uh what's true. his name? Kyrie and them went over yeah, there and yeah. then they got rid of him for Steve Nash, which I didn't think was fair to Kenny Atkinson. Uh yeah, Mark kind of Jackson. Mark Jackson's another one. I was like, he, the fact, good, yes, oh, yeah. I forgot about Mark Jackson. He oh, he he, he develops Curry and Thompson. Like he oh, yeah. refused to trade Clay Thompson. People do I not give Mark Jackson the most credit for that Warriors franchise before Kerr. I mean, granted, Kerr still you know won the chips, but Mark Jackson's the reason why I think, in my opinion, why the Warriors are who they are today. He developed good defensive habits in that Warriors team. He, yes. he he stuck with Clay Thompson. He saw what a lot of people remember. Clay Thompson was on the trade market for Kevin yeah, Love. Like I people talk, yeah, I yeah, like that. talked about that. And he's like, no, I don't want to. He was part of the reason they didn't trade Clay Thompson. Mm-hmm. Steve Kerr came in and kind of finished the offensive side of the ball. He unleashed right. the offensive side of the ball. But so Mark Jackson, and then the fourth. I know this is going to surprise a lot of people, but I would have went with uh, Bootenholzer. Um, Simple scheme, simple system. Go look at the early uh, Atlanta Hawks with uh, Joe Johnson and and Josh Smith and and Al Horford back in like the early uh, early 2010s. He helped that young team play good enough where there were you know they were top you know what four seeds in the sure. the the um, NBA multiple times. He's not a guy who you want to have again, to compete for championships year after year because his uh, ability to adapt is not great. However, however, he is really good with young players. So those are the four candidates I would have rather had than Monty Williams, personally. I, I, I agree with you on the Mark Jackson coaching thing. Budenholzer's a toss-up. Um, but you, you kind of forgot about Doka. Uh, I would have loved Udoka, but he he already signed with the Rockets last year. Well, that's before. well, that's what. Well, yeah. that, I would have rather. I forgot when when did Udoka sign with the Rockets? Was that? I thought it was halfway through last season, wasn't it? Like towards okay. the end of last season. It wasn't this he off season. Last season. Ah, I can't remember. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm. I might be thinking no, of Dan this is, Quinn. This is his first year. Yeah, this is his first year. Yeah, but he he signed. He signed almost with the Rockets right away, like he, um, because I remember when they were doing the coaches search, mm-hmm. like he was off the table almost immediately. Okay, so I, I totally forgot about that. But I would have loved him too. Oh man, Udoka would have been. I think Udoka because look what Udoka is doing with the Rockets I right know. now. You don't have to. Yeah, yeah, I know, man. You know I what know. I'm saying, like, yeah. oh man, but. I, I like the Monty Williams coaching signing. I think I th- I just think you just got to give it time with him. You know, if 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 it, if it stays like this in two three years and you get rid of him, you know. But I I, I have trust in it. As I just as don't like goes. some of the behavior with the stuff. I just I just can't. I just don't understand how you're a coach yeah. and you can't talk to a player about benching him. Like uh, or. Yeah. Or when you're like, hey, you know, Ivy, we, the you know, basically the reason why they had him coming off the bench was because his defensive effort. But you're still like with him coming off the bench, you're still the worst defense in the NBA. And there's yeah. other players on the court that are starting that aren't playing great defense either. And it's like, 
okay, but that doesn't make sense, right? Like yeah. that's not helping. But then when you put Ivy out there, it like opens things up for Cade because of his shooting and his ability to put pressure on the rim. Like, like, you know, because of his quickness and his athleticism. And it's yeah. like, you don't have that guy starting that, that to me is, is, is ridiculous in my, that's just, I guess my opinion, but. Um, well, so what do you think? Okay. So, okay. So you're saying Monty Williams got to go. Are you, are you with me as far as the draft? You see any players that the Pistons could trade before the trade deadline that could get a player to come in with Kate or free agency or do you, I don't see any, star player signing with the Pistons and free agents. Oh, no, no. So that I, I, you can't even talk about that. No. That's what I'm saying. Like, the draft is really the only thing the Pistons really got. Well, so so I, I, I sort of, to. yeah, I sort of agree with that. They do have a couple of veterans or players that teams might want that they could get other assets for, like Bojan Bodanovic. He actually played his first game uh, coming off his injury. He just got back, and, like, he's a sharpshooting veteran. Um, yeah, and I think I, there's going to be teams like teams always want like wing that's, that can shoot and kind of play defense. I'm not saying we'll get a ton for him. I'm saying that there's right. teams that will probably want him. Uh, Isaiah Stewart might be an interesting trade piece because he's like a, a small big that can shoot threes. Now he's got a three point shot. Yeah, he all does. of a sudden, I, I saw that. I was like, right. wow, he, he really worked on his jumper this offseason. Right. And I would love to keep him. And I know most Piston fans would, but the problem is, is his contracts coming up and you're not going to be able to pay all these guys. So you got to figure out which ones you want to build around first. Um, and you want to build around Duran, Ivy and K that's and, and Thompson. Those are the four guys I would build around. Right. Um, so I think like Isaiah Stewart might have to like go just because, so sure. what can you get for him? Um, building through the draft is fine. Uh, they've been doing that for the last couple of years and I think they've been nailing picks. So I would, yes, I have. wouldn't hate, hate that. They just got to put this team together. They got the, right. they got the pieces. Can we put it together? I think they can. Um, as long, you know, as long as they build right now, the, the other thing is if they got desperate, um, they have enough young pieces where they could flip it for maybe a veteran, uh, like a good veteran piece. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, if like, you're really not going to start Ivy and you know, he, he's a piece you could trade for a better player, like a, a, a team that's older, maybe desperate that doesn't have like a lot of their draft picks. Like for instance, I'm not saying this team in general, but like some team like the Clippers, right? They don't have any of their draft picks in the future. They don't have, a young star to build around if they end up like below 500 by the trade deadline. And they're like, you know what? We, we got to trade either Kawhi or Paul George to get just some young assets or whatever. Um, that could be a potential where you're like, Hey, we'll give you Ivy contracts and a pick or uh, two picks. And you give us like Paul George or whatever. Right. Like something that's, like that. That's a stretch. Well, I, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying in general speaking. I'm just using them as uh, for as an instance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying that. Yeah, you're right. Absolute stretch. I would. <laughs> I, Paul I, I George might use... as well retire if he gets straight into the Pistons. <laughs> oh my goodness! Listen, Luke's in a dark place with with Paul George <laughs> and the Clippers. He would take that right now. 
but anyway, I don't po- know, man. a point being is a team like that, though. I'm not saying that team in particular. I'm saying a team like that right, or right. or like the like the Brooklyn Nets who have a lot of assets, but might want a player to build around. And they might feel like Ivy's a guy they can build around along with Bridges. Right. You could put those mm-hmm. two together, something like that. But you're right. Ultimately, the only way this team is going to be fixed at this point foreseeable future is through the draft which is through the draft yeah 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 and in player development player development hey if the pistons draft Bronny james lebron will be on your team brian in 2000 i mean in, in next what? year next year this coming year oh he's coming out in this year's draft i thought i would, he... I would think so i mean okay. his dad's 39 years old you think lebron's playing till he's 45 like brady no well i don't know man are you gonna bet against him at this point i He's averaging 31 points a game. Well, I don't know if it's 31. But I mean, the a- NBA is different from, from, from the NFL. Yeah. You know, and Brady played at, at the quarterback position, you know, yeah. where not, not, I mean, I know the quarterbacks nowadays is all about athleticism, but Brady didn't really need to be athletic to keep playing. You know what I'm saying? LeBron needs right. athleticism in the NBA to keep playing. You yeah, I will. And so. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with that. He is shooting almost for 38. He's 38% from three right now. So if he can get a three ball, <laughs> you know, with his passing vision, he might be okay, but I'm with you. I don't think he'll be playing until he's 45. I don't know if he'd even want to. Right. Um, no, unless no, if he's I, still, I, mean, I think, I think, I think Brown got like three good years left. Yeah, probably. Yeah. You know, so you get, you guys draft Brownie James, but Brownie's a, a point guard, you know, so you're just getting another PG, but you just want Brown for just one year. <laughs> yeah, that Did that. You do that, hey Piston fans, we got LeBron James. I don't know. I, maybe <laughs> it depends how good Bronny is, but I don't know. Um, uh, you want to talk about the Bulls? Yeah, we could talk about. The Bulls. Okay, let's go to our next team then. Uh, let's go All to right. the Chicago Bulls. So you picked the Chicago Bulls as a team you would like to fix. Uh, yeah. How would you start with the Chicago Bulls? Um, well, Isaac? got a got to trade your the the biggest assets on your team which is uh zach levine and, and demar Derozan. Mm-hmm. um you know those are the biggest move biggest pieces you guys can you know or the chicago bulls can get you know um compensation from you know like big pieces so um i think they can get a lot of draft picks with levine and, and demar Derozan. um i think uh, Levine's worth a first or second round pick. Do you think he's worth the first round pick, Ryan? I think uh, he Levine. Is. Yeah, yeah. It's funny though because like the trade market for him is not as hot, according to like you know Woj and and all the the insiders are saying that like Alex Caruso right now is getting the most. Yeah, oh, calls. Alex Caruso is a big piece too. That yeah, they move. you know, I, yeah. they they got they got to trade. The whole team they got blow it up and we've talked about this in, in the pod in the podcast yeah uh, you know earlier but um zach levine and, and demar DeRozan are their their two big you know stars that yeah, they gotta yeah. move and get and get draft picks from but um i don't know i don't know who would you know it, i think it's just similar like to the pistons um i don't see if they move those guys and they're in a rebuilding mode i don't see a big key free agent going there to sign there to be you know the the face and and to have them build around uh, a star player but uh it, it, they they got to they got to get draft picks you know and 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 hit back on the draft they got to just rebuild it um but they could get somebody for Alex Caruso most definitely 
Yeah, I agree. I think I think like with Zach Levine, what you're kind of like, or even any of these trades, what you're kind of hoping is, like you said, for draft picks or like a couple of young prospects too, as well. You know, you could get a couple of those. So like, you know, there, I think again, I was listening, I think it was the Zach Lowe podcast, but with Bobby Marks and he mentioned that Levine, if, if Detroit got desperate enough, he said this, not me, uh, Detroit may, may be in the market for Zach Levine. Like if they Mm. got, yeah. Um, which means that they could get some of the Pistons young assets to build around or like a pick, you know, Uh, like that as a Pistons fan for the Pistons to do that. If you're not going to, would you want Zach and Cade on the same team? Well, they would, they would fit well together in theory because Cade is really good on ball off ball, but he's a, he's a facilitator and Levine's good on ball and he's good off ball as far as like moving and and catch and shooting. It would provide floor spacing for Cade like he's never had. I, I, I'd i have to know what is being given up for it because right now what we're doing isn't working. So I'm open to anything at this point. I know that sounds, right. uh, but not ideally. I will say not ideally. I, I'm not like, let's put Zach Levine in this situation. However, I'd be open to the opposite argument of having him on the Pistons as well. Machi said negative. I don't know what he was saying negative to. I don't know if it was during the Pistons topic or the or the Bulls topic about putting maybe, Levine next to Cade. I don't know. He I, did he just post that just now? Oh, sorry, Machi. Sorry, Mach. You'll have to let us know what you we'll were have talking to clarify, about. Clarify it more, bro. What you were saying negative too. but um. Yeah, I think the Bulls got to hit hit the draft. They got to rebuild, blow it up, man. Yeah, to get rid of Levine and, and Zach. I mean, or uh, Levine and uh, Demar. It's just unfortunate because Lonzo's coming back next year, and they were so good. They yeah, had, they had it. They were great. They would have yeah. been a top if, if if Lonzo doesn't get hurt, bro. We'd be talking about the Bulls up there with with the Sixers, Celtics, Bucks, and 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 the Heat for sure. I think I think the Bulls are a top five team in the East. Yeah, I, I I sort of agree with that. I don't know if I'd say they'd be a their defense was suffocating when when Lonzo was out there, which is weird because yeah. like you you don't think that one person would be able to uh, influence the entire team that way. Uh, you'd think that they would still have a semblance of good defense, but anyway, um, but I don't I don't know if they'd be in the same. They they definitely would be a tier tier below in my mind. Um, because yeah. I just like when it comes to the playoffs, it's always the best player that will win a series. So it's like Giannis and Embiid and, you know, um, the, the Tatum. Like, I don't think any right. of those players on the Bulls compare to those uh, on that tier of players. So uh, that's why I'd have them a tier below. But I'm with you. I wish I wish Lonzo did not get hurt. Uh, but here we are. The the one destination for DeRozan that keeps popping up is actually Miami, which I kind of talked about that with you already. Uh, mm-hmm. That could be interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that that'd be good. Uh, Machi said the Bulls should get rid of him. Yep. But he said Lonzo Ball trade DeRozan plus that get shooters and defenders, which I agree. Um, Lonzo is the pillar in that system if he stays healthy, and yes, that's what we were just talking about. Uh, yeah. Much, so that I, we agree with with, with that. Um, it just it just sucks because now now what do the bull do the bulls keep Lonzo if they blow it up? Lonzo's not you know like is it even like well, Lonzo should we get tra- traded too? Well, how he he's only like twenty six, yeah, he's twenty six, so he'll be twenty seven next year. 
Yeah, but now his injuries is is Lonzo even a good asset? Like nobody's gonna want Lonzo because now of his history of injury. Yeah, you'd have to play him for a little bit and then look to trade him after exactly. he develops so some like, sort of value. Yeah, so it's like Lonzo's gonna be the the piece. So right now, if they trade everybody, and that just sucks. He's off what two years now? It's been off two years. Yeah, and that's and another like, struggle. That's another yeah, struggle that when sucks, you're man, not playing yeah. ball for two years. It's tough. Yeah. So yeah. So we'll. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how the Bulls fix fix it. But I'm I'm with you. Just trade your assets, build through the draft. Maybe get a couple of young players you can build around. Um, and I think right. they'll be able to do that. I think there'll be enough interest in these guys to. Uh, they might have to swallow a little bit of their pride with with Zach Levine because the thing with him is his contract is ridiculous. Right. Uh, especially on year, year three, I think he's going to be paid like fifty six million or something like that. So uh, it's it's up there. So I just yeah. think you're going to have to swallow a little bit. You're not going to get as much as you think you should get for Zach Levine, most likely. So, But do you uh, honestly, do you think Zach's worth the first round pick? Uh, depending on the team, right? I don't okay. think like if I'm a Pistons, would I give an unprotected first round pick for Zach no. Levine? No, no, because you're um, in the rebuilding process too. Correct, correct. You know, so uh, I'm talking about like like a key team. Like you think the if they if the Heat or the Sixers would give up a first round pick for Zach? I think so. Yeah, yeah, because there there's picks which would be in the like even the Lakers. Like if you're the Lakers, would you give up D'Angelo Russell contracts for Zach Levine in a mm. first in mm. the future? Like I would because like right. D'Angelo Russell and Zach Levine aren't much different as far as like I think Zach's better off the ball. He and and more consistent than than Russell. Honestly, so. think you would want to trade for, with the Lakers because, like I said, how many more years has LeBron got left? And Anthony Davis, you know, I think the Lakers are going to have like if you if you get like a 2028-29 first round pick from the Lakers, yeah, ooh, that that's going to be a very valuable pick. Years I agree. To come, you know what I'm saying? So you, I think you do trade for look 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 for these teams that you don't think it's going to be contenders years to come. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what the Bulls should do too. Target those teams. Try and get some first round picks for these guys and just stack up on the draft picks. Kind of like what the Celtics did when they traded Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce, you know, and, and oh. Danny Ainge just finessed the crap out of out of the, the Brooklyn Nets. They had that's why we got Tatum, Brown, and 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 the players we got today, because they just they just looked at the at the future. You know, they yeah. looked at the bigger picture. You know, and I think that's what the Bulls got to do too. Yeah. Uh, uh do you know uh, Machi's favorite team is? Machi's favorite team is the Rockets because oh. of uh I think he said because of Steve Francis. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 I thought he was a Knicks fan because he's from New York. So, but he's not a Knicks fan. Yeah. He's a Rockets fan. Okay. I wonder how he feels about Harden. Oh, that's right. Machi just said the only way they tr- the trade happens is with the AD and the package. AD is from Chicago. D- does Chicago go for Anthony Davis? That is a good, for, that's a for good Levine? point, Mach. Uh, I don't know what he was talking about. Maybe I think it was for Levine or for uh, Demar Derozan. Either way, yeah. But I, don't I don't know. think I don't think I don't think AD's going anytime soon. If LeBron's still playing at at the calorie, they're going to keep Anthony Davis. But yeah. I'm saying if LeBron leaves next year for to go wherever Bronny goes, then I think you trade for Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is what 31. 32? Yeah, uh, yeah. He's he's. So, let me. I'm gonna look. I mean, he's getting up there in age, but yeah. Think the Bulls would go through him, 
Right. So th- then it's like, well, would the Lakers do it? Because if I don't know. Yeah, if LeBron leaves to go play with his son, then that then those He's pay, 30. Then the Lakers are really gonna suck because then they don't got LeBron or Anthony. Then the Lakers are in a rebuilding process next starting next year too. So well, the Bulls could get some really good draft picks. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. Because my my thing is like Davis is just he's in he's inconsistent, especially on yeah, the offensive side too. of the ball. Right, yeah, right, right. But but he's he's a great defender, and, and he's made of glass. Yeah, mm. I don't know if like the problem with Zach Levine is his contract is stupid. Like he right. and and that's the hard part. So would you give up Anthony Davis straight up for Levine? Probably not. Right. Like right. if you're the Lakers, you're not doing it. You want picks from Chicago to. Right. So and if you're Chicago, the are going to be in a right, right. I see what you're saying. And if you're if you're Chicago, are you like, can we build a a, a contending team around Anthony Davis? Like, uh, with the assets we have right now, probably not. Right. So you gotta, I don't know that that that'd be, I don't know. I'd like to see it happen just for chaos, but I don't know if that's that's gonna happen for those two. Right. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Um. Uh okay, you ready to move on to our next team? Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the Clippers. Uh did did we have any more comments uh, real quick about the Bulls? No. Uh Machi said uh I'm just going back over the comments. He said for Francis, yeah, I knew it was about Steve Francis and then Machi said for both for AD and LeBron. Um or I mean uh for Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan. Oh, okay. And then he said, LeBron needs someone to take the ball out of his hand when it's not clutch time. Yeah, the problem with that is there's been so many inter- iterations of that, of people taking the, uh, LeBron can't like I, I that's LeBron can't play without the ball. That's the problem. <laughs> like He needs the ball and he's been successful doing that. I don't know if he'll ever be able to play off ball. I don't, I don't know what your thoughts are right. on that, but I just, he, you know, he had Kyrie and he still needed the right. ball. Like, yeah, I, mean, no, I mean, it's LeBron James, bro. Yeah. Yeah. It, it'd be so hard for him to do that. Um, right. uh, but the the question then with that is like, if with DeRozan and Levine, you're mm-hmm. getting rid and you trade Anthony Davis for both of those, then you're getting rid of your big and you got to contend with Jokic. So, right. Uh, you know, that, that would be the, the problem with that trade. Um, but I see where he's going with it. Okay, let's go to the Clippers. Uh, so I picked the Clippers. Okay, uh, obviously we got to fix the Clippers because right now they are inconsistent. I don't know. Have you watched many of Clippers games? Yeah, I have. I've been keeping an eye on them. Um, yeah, you know Paul George hit that clutch three. That was amazing to win it. That was that was a good. That was good. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't. I don't. I think it's still too early though, Ryan. I don't. I don't think they they, they got to blow it up just yet. If they if they stay like this by the trade deadline, I was talking to Luke about this. And then then you then you try to trade uh, Paul George or, or something. Like if if there's a major injury, like if Kawhi, you know, God forbid, gets hurt or you know whatever, then I just say you just blow it up because I don't think the Clippers can go through another year again with with one of these guys getting hurt all year. Yeah. So you know? what, yeah, what I'm talking about with the Clippers though, I'm not saying let's blow it up. I want to fix them. I want to make them legitimate contender so it's a little different of an angle so that's why i like doing these things more general general because me and you look at it like a little differently we get to put our own spin on it so what i'm talking about here is not blowing it up i want to fix their team what what is it that they need to do to be legitimate contenders in the west um 
So what I have written down, uh, because here, here's the problem. Um, they haven't played P.J. Tucker. I don't know if you know this, but he, they haven't oh, really yeah. played P.J. Tucker the last couple of games. He's been getting no minutes, which is uh, for a team that isn't very deep right now uh, is not um, like super great. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. So and they and they really they do need size. They need they need forwards. Right. Mm-hmm. So what can they do? Well, here's what they have available to them. They zoo. Zoo Zoo can be traded once Plumley comes back because they got Daniel Tice, they got Mason Plumley, so Zoo could be an option. They still have their 2030 first round pick that they could trade. And honestly, as much as I love him, Norman Powell could be traded as well. Okay. And if I am the Clippers, that is who I look to what I look to do is I want to get a forward or two, and I, I I'm gonna look at trading Norm Powell. For, and for that, picks or for for another player that you got no players players okay, yeah so like who do, you, who do you think who do you think could come in and fill that role for the for their for the, their depth yeah so two two players on one team could help uh i have uh um dorian finney smith and royce o'neill from the nets um for something like norman powell and that unprotected 2030 pick okay and if they could get that, something that like that, their problems. Uh, yes, because they they don't have forwards anymore, and okay. both those guys are three and D guys, and that's what I think the Clippers need in order to be because they got rid of because they got rid of Covington and 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 everybody to the Sixers. Platoon, is what you're saying. Platoon yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and yeah, I see, I see what you're saying, but I... it also would open up the spot for um, uh bones highland to get minutes sure that's true and and that's the other thing so if let's say they made a trade for pa you know to get rid of powell um and that sounds bad he's he's still a really good player he is uh but if you if you trade away powell you open up minutes for for bones who was averaging 16 points a game before the trade and then you get in two like two forwards like a finney smith and an o'neill or like Luke really wants Jonathan Isaac from the magic. So even if you get someone like him, it, it it allows your roster to be more adaptable and you can play bigger and you can play a little smaller, uh, but bigger. And you can also yeah. have those three and D guys that don't need the ball. That's the thing. Norman Powell, in order to do what he does, what he's great at, he needs the ball, but so does James Harden. So does uh, Kawhi Leonard. So does Paul George well, and so does you, Westbrook. Right. So you, you're Finney gonna, you're, Smith. You're looking, you're looking for you're looking for role players. That's it. To, right. To get that yeah. Depth going. And not but necessarily I, I, scorers. Right. Like role players that don't need like to the ball to be effective. Sure. But 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 is that is that fixing this team? Because right now we're looking at the Clippers as one of as as a contender. Right. To win right. A championship. Mm-hmm. Do you really think even that helps them go to the finals though? Well, I don't. I don't. I don't really think so. I think. I think. Whatever I, I get, what you're saying, they lost a lot of depth with with the James Harden trade. But I'm just saying, if they don't get it, if these stars don't get it together, and that's what I'm saying, I think it's just too early to talk about the Clippers right now. If they don't got nothing going, then you make these trades like right before the trade deadline. But right now, it's still too early. I think they can still figure it out with with what they have now. Mason Plumley uh, is hurt. And I, and I understand that that hurts. So if Mason Plumley, even Mason Plumley comes back, you don't really got to make any drastic decisions right now 
unless these main guys don't get it together. And Westbrook's already coming off the bench, which was huge leadership role because Man, that that that's a, that that you got to swallow a lot of ego for that to give up a starting position because Westbrook was there before James Harden, and I think we touched based on this before Ryan, you know. But if James, if they don't, if these stars don't click, man, you got it. You got to You got to get Paul George is wasting his his career in, in in L.A. right now, you know. So if if somebody gets hurt or whatever, I just think you just get Paul George just got to dip out, you know. I don't think there's anything really that could really drastically fix this team that's going to make them a contender because that's what we're talking about when we talk about the Clippers talking about NBA championships isn't that the reason why Kawhi and Paul George went to LA was to battle LeBron and AD LeBron and AD and the Lakers are the only ones in LA that got a championship even though granted it was in the bubble but the Clippers are all about championships I don't think really it all starts they they got the James Harden trade we're talking about this team going to the championship to come out of the west if right. these so, guys don't get it together, man, it's just right. So in order in order for them to get it together, though, you have to have the right roster around them, right? And so so what what is needed, right? So like the first step for me is you got to get three and D guys, guys willing to sit and shoot. Like PJ Tucker, the reason why he's not getting any minutes is because he doesn't shoot the ball. He plays really good defense, but he'll get an open three and pass it up every single time. Like and so. I need guys around Westbrook who are going to be willing to shoot the ball. James Harden, who are are going to be willing to shoot the ball. The problem with Norman Powell is he is like a shot creator. So the only way to have him be in the most effective position is with the ball in his hands. Well, you don't want the ball in his hands over Westbrook, Paul George, Leonard, or Harden, right? So now you just have five guys who need the ball a lot of the time. So my my thing is like you're right. You got to get those three guys going: Harden, LeBron. I mean, not LeBron. Harden, Paul George, and Kawhi. But right. the only way to best get them going is putting them in the best Ro- position you're to role succeed. Players that just know their role to correct play their role. There's not a lot of ego. But really, as Norman Powell, I get he's a good player, but Norman Powell should just be a role player. Like right, why he is he is. So up, you know what I'm saying? So it's like no, no, but like. He he's like a six man that comes on the bench. His best role is to put up 20 points off the bench, right? right? That's his best role. He's good with that role. But the problem is he needs the ball to put 20 points on the bench, you know, off the bench, right? So yeah, it's just it's just a lot of ego, bro. And, and I told Luke about this, you know. Granted, it's still too early, you know, it's still it's still early in the season. You know, we're not we didn't even pass Christmas yet. Um, so you know, I just think it's 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 still too early yet. But yes, if they don't get it together, though, I just think the James Harden move is just is what killed this team. Let's just be real. They didn't it's, trade. They had it. Robert Covington, everybody, they Batum, they didn't need James Harden at all. Mm-hmm. I think James Harden, if we if we want to have an overreaction right away, right now. They got to get rid of James Harden. They're not, not getting anything team. for him right now. No, they're, and they're not. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like. You know, you're a Clippers fan. You know, you gotta just roll. You gotta, you know, roll with what you what you wanted, man. Like, just, you know, I, I, either, I know, I get ride or die with it. Right, I get, I get where you're coming from. You got to get the, right. but for me, it's like the same situation with Cade. You want Cade to be the best version of Cade. You got to put the pieces around Cade to make it work. You got these three guys, four guys. You got to get to work. Let's see what they can do if you put the right pieces around them. And even with Zoo, he's been playing better. But the problem with him and James Harden as a pairing 
or even those four guys altogether hit even him and Russ in a sense. Um, those guys need athletic rim running centers. They, mm-hmm. they need Clint Capella. They need, you know, like, um, right, you know, right. that sharp guy in Brooklyn or Embiid worked really well. He's not necessarily a rim runner, but he could shoot anywhere on the floor. So like the other option or the other thing they kind of need is another a rim running center. So Plumlee can right. kind of be that guy. Tice is not that type of guy, but what Tice does is he provides floor spacing when he's on the floor. Right. So like those but, are the two I'm, style but centers. Saying, but, 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 but where I'm seeing where you're going with this, Ryan, is you're saying the, the, the Clippers got to adapt to James Harden, not so much Paul George and Kawhi no. because Paul George and Kawhi were fine. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we're trying to, you're trying to fix this team to build around James Harden. Like James Harden said, he is the system. So everybody's trying to follow James Harden style of play for this to work out, which is totally absurd. Sort of, except, except, well, no, I've, I've been telling Luke that they've needed, they needed, especially a, a, a a floor spacing center forever because like Paul George gets in the lane every time. And if there's a big guy down there, it's harder for him to score. Could you imagine if he had floor spacing, like nobody would be able to stop him. Like they, they've needed that for a long time. The problem isn't right. necessarily just tra- James Harden. It's the fact that they traded the role players they needed for this team to fine, get though. James Harden. I'm right. with you, but like you traded Cummington and Batum when in yeah. reality, they should have just traded Norm Powell. If they would have right. traded Norm Powell, I think this team would look a lot better. But bro, I'm going to be completely honest with you. You do you, the Clippers try and get more desperate to try and get more pieces. What you're saying. I still don't think that this, this, you know, in my opinion, you know, I, you could, you could be making it worse. Honestly, it, it can't you get know? much worse though. Right. Like uh, it could be, you know, it could be, that's what I'm saying. Like, do you, do you, do you really risk that to, you know, and mess this up where, you know, if, if, if they just roll with like what I'm saying, that's why I'm saying it's too early right now. You know what I'm saying? But I guess what you're trying to say is like what you just said, it can't get much worse, but it could, you know, they could, it could just blow up, you know, where I feel as though Paul George and it, it, it is starting to come around now, as far as um, clicking with James Harden, both of them on the floor, but that's what I'm saying. If you keep touching it too much, you know what I'm saying? Like what they did with the whole James Harden thing. I think they, they didn't need that, you know? Oh, well, I'm with you there. Desperate, and if you yeah. get more desperate, you could make it worse. That's, well, the, don't only, know. that's the only fear of that. Right. And I don't, I don't know how desperate it would be to go after two wings or a wing, right? Like that, they do need one. They like, they but, can't but who go. Who are you giving up to get those guys? You're saying Norman Powell and somebody else you're saying like Zubac? Like, Right, like Norm Powell in your 2030 first round. You can protect it, top 10 protect it probably, um, sure. depending on who you go after. You might have to leave it unprotected if you get those two wings. But yeah. my, my my point is 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 you 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 already dived you're you're already in the deep end. You got you gotta just put put the best roster available around these guys. You should never have Paul George out there with non like three non shooters. You got to get shooters now. You got to get right. people who are willing to play three and D. There, you know, there was times when it was like uh, Paul George with Westbrook, Zoo, and PJ Tucker. You can't do that to like nobody's going to guard PJ Tucker and Westbrook at the three, and then that means all the pressure is on Paul George. So you got to get it to where like you have a good roster around them that makes sense. 
makes sense. Let Russ attack the basket. Let, you know, Harden attack the basket. Paul George with spacing, you know, uh, uh, Kawhi Leonard with spacing. That's the way I'd be. And I, I've been telling Luke this uh, yeah. e- even before the Harden trade. But, you but need spacing think, for those guys. But I, but but that's what I'm saying. It's like, any. you really think these teams, like the Magic, who, who have got a good roster, you think they're going to give up Jonathan Isaac to go to go to the Clippers for Norman Powell or, or Zuba? No, I and and, and well, it's a twenty teams, the twenty thirty pick is the 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 asset that they'll want, right? Because that's going to look really good. They don't got any draft. I picks. don't think any of these teams that 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 you're saying that are good that are in playoff contention. I don't think they they risk to to mess up. They don't want to end up like the Clippers. <laughs> the Clippers were good. They didn't have to touch anything. The Magic are good. They don't got to touch anything. You know well, the saying? one guess... thing that the Magic need, though, is scoring. They need scoring. Like, they don't have that great of an offense right now, right? Their defense is high-end, right? But they, they do need they do need scoring. I don't know. That that against the Boston Celtics, they looked like they, they could score that <laughs> ball, man. They were – Well, so did the Pacers. Like, I mean, like, what do you want? Yeah, the yeah. Pacers. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I get what you're saying. I Me personally, you know – I just feel like they just got to get it together, man. You guys wanted James Harden? Now figure it out. Figure it out. Well, and I think part People of figuring stop it... having egos. You guys are professional NBA players. Get it together. Yeah, yeah no, James I... Harden. You got you got five, you got four All Stars on this team. Like, come on, I'm not I'm not trying to give the Clippers no more excuses. This oh. don't work. If, if they if they still suck by the free agency or by uh by the trade deadline, blow it up. Get rid of get rid of Paul George. Paul George needs to go. I'm sorry, just needs to go. I, yeah. I, I demand a trade if I'm Paul George. Yeah, get maybe, maybe that'd be that be a fun podcast topic, like a PG. <laughs> where where would you like to see PG go? There's like the Pacers. The, if, we're talking, if we're talking about yeah. uh, we're talking about Paul George, you gotta get Luke on the podcast. Trade up. Russ to the Pels. Yeah, I don't know what they'd get for Russ. That's the problem. Although the yeah. Pelicans have a lot of assets, like uh, I mean, good—not a lot of assets. They got a, a lot of good wing players. I, I should say, like Dyson yeah. Daniels isn't getting minutes. Like, yeah, um, it would be fun to see Paul George on like the Thunder or the Cavaliers or even the Pacers. Like, uh, Paul George, yeah. CG isn't working. Oh, oh uh, yeah, McCollum. Get McCollum uh, on the on the Clippers. Uh, that's another ball handle. That's another ball dominant. <laughs> but see, like he, yeah, he's a good catch and shooter as well. Like he's not like oh, yeah. he can be a shot creator, but he's not always a shot creator. Does that make sense? So that 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 would that would help them a little bit. But I, I'm with you on that. I'm I want the, like the Clippers if they're gonna fix the, their their problem, they need to get wings. That's that's the problem they have right now. But it's not. I'm not. I'm with you. No excuses or anything, but if you're going to be this far into it, you, you have to, you have to put the best team around these four guys. So That's you're what saying, you have to you, so, so what you're saying, Ryan, in this debate is you're saying you already, you're already struggling. Might as well just keep risking it is what you're saying. I'm saying, yeah, you're not, not I don't want to say struggling. You're, you're already this far deep into it. Okay. You, you like the one thing that people don't think about is in this off season, both Kawhi, Oh, all three of Kawhi, Paul George, and and Harden are all free agents after this season. Right. If they want their money, they're going to do sign and trades with the Clippers. So Clippers will get assets for them. I don't know what those Absolutely. assets will look like, but they, they will get something for them. So they could potentially find a way to have a little bit of a rebuild if those three guys don't want to sign with well, them. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying with the Clippers as far as the risk. Are you well, willing to risk 
you're saying getting more assets. The only asset you're you really don't even know if they're going to be here next year. Right. The only real asset you're getting rid of, though, if you're is, is uh, your 2030 pick. And I mean, like what, I mean, at this point, what's the deal with that? Like, it's not, it's not a big deal. You, you It's it, like, I don't know. It's not that big of a deal at this point to me. It's like, that's, that's six years down the road and you've already put, you invested so much into this team already. You might as well just go all in, put the chips in and then see what happens. That's what I, I mean, like put the right team around these guys. That's, that's all I'm saying. Um, but I also understand your point. Enough excuses. Like it's, it it's, it's, you guys got to figure this out. I'm with you on that. Um, we spent a lot of time on that one. Yes, we did. <laughs> okay. So we guys, we are running out of time. I would like to talk about the other two other teams I was going to bring up. It's the Warriors and Knicks, but we'll have to table those two uh, sure. for now. Okay. So we'll talk about that. And again, not, not to blow it up the Warriors or the Knicks. I wanted to talk about what I would do to make them contenders this year, but we'll, we'll table that. We'll talk about that maybe next week. We'll maybe talk sure. about that. What's that? You don't, squeeze, you don't want to squeeze them in real quick. Well, I don't want to rush it. I want to, you know, like, like Clippers conversation, I, you know, I I'd like to have time to, to really dive into it if we want to, you know, does that make sense? Yeah, sure. That's, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So I, I like, you know, if we can debate like that about the Warriors in the Knicks next week, that'd be awesome as well. So we'll 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 table that for next week. But I do want to talk about this last topic, which okay. is I wanted to do our top five point guards of all time. Okay. So I want to make this a little bit um what's it called? Uh suspenseful. So I want us to both start with five and our work our way up. So first, Isaac, give me your uh number five point guard of all time in order no just just your f- number just, five just five yeah, it, not, doesn't yeah, well, the, it doesn't matter the um like who's the best or whatever well i ordered it from worst to best well or i guess great the greatest great the so, greatest. So, in, so in order right like who's yeah, the best, yeah, like, yeah 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 okay okay yeah. okay okay um ooh, this is uh i would i would go um i would go f- number five all time i would say oh there's so many great ones man yeah there i are. would i would i would say oh, so tough i would say my my the best point guard of all time i would still have to go magic johnson okay so you magic johnson one still okay I'd have Curry number two who's changed the game. Okay, me and you agree on that, by the way. Those two right right now. Yep. 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 I'd have Chris Paul. Okay. At three. Um and then I would have I would have Steve Nash. Steve okay. Nash gotta be in there four. And um uh it, it's just it's so it's so hard because I love I like I love Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook got an MVP. I'm trying to look at it from like a- a- accolades too and 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 stats, um, but then I would I would I would have to go Isaiah Thomas because Isaiah Thomas got got two rings, so I I put Isaiah Thomas in the top five. Okay, okay, so I Russ, because Russ got no rings, right? So I made I made two lists here. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. I made my all time list and I made of only the players that I've watched. Like okay. as I grew up, so I wa- right. I started watching um, basketball in about you know like the early two thousands, two thousand, two thousand one. I started That's really watching, era. yeah. So um, 
the all, my all time list. I'm with you, Magic Curry. I have uh, you know, I I look some information up before. Uh, I said LeBron, Magic Curry, Isaiah Thomas, and CP3. <laughs> LeBron, LeBron is LeBron considered he, a point guard? Well, he could be. He's not. He's not. <laughs> I, I, like if he made that case, I would not argue it. That's for sure. Like you know, what I'm saying like. How, how could you, how could you not like he he's the facilitator on every single team um, for this exercise. I kept him at a forward. And when we do our top five power, uh, small forwards of all time, I think that's where he'll be on my list. Um, sure. b- but um, I had magic and Curry one and two. Um, yeah. I have Oscar Robinson three. Hmm. Isaiah. Really? Th- yeah. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas four. And then okay. John, John Stockton five. So those are my top five. Yeah. I mean, John Stockton's the leading, you know, assist leader. So I I, I understand why we put. Machi um, agrees with me on Big O. Big o. Let's go. Yeah, you're right, yeah, Machi. I, yeah, I, I, I don't think Big O's top five, though. He's top oh, 10. Okay. He's top 10. <laughs> I'd give you that. He's not, he's not top. He's not top five, though. Oh, okay. Um, you know, because I'm I'm looking I'm looking at, at, at accolades too. Well, did he you win know, a gotta, championship? He won a, he won a ring. Yeah, he, he won one. You know, yeah, that was that's like more 70s. than Chris Paul. Yeah, but Chris, come on, Chris Paul between Chris Paul and 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 Oscar Robinson, you got you got Oscar Robinson over Chris Paul. Uh, I I I do have him right or now Steve over Nash. Chris Paul. I do Still have him over Steve, over Steve Nash. Nash. Yeah, yeah. Two MVPs. Yeah, he did. He, Kobe should have had one of those though. I yeah no it's true it's true no I, I i understand that but steve yeah. nash was oh man he was averaging a double double back then yeah yeah i know i, I know, get but... i get big o's a triple double king but i don't know man i oh that's tough i respect I think... the old school i i think what I they too, but... yeah so so i just i wanted to acknowledge uh Machi's comment there. I just, I think yeah. that sometimes, you know, like, I, again, I'm going to use that phrase, Skip Bayless likes to use prisoner of the moment. We're so invested in our era and our time that we forget to look back at. So sometimes I will actually watch YouTube videos that like, like highlights of, you know, magic and Robinson. And well, I'll watch, if you want to talk like, about the, that era, do you think, you think, do you think, you think Big O was better than, um, than Jerry West? Yeah, Bob you know, Cousy? you know, uh, West Bob is a good Cousy one. Was a dog. Yeah, I, I'd take I'd take Robinson over Cousy, but like, um, not I don't know if I would like Jerry West was a hard one for me, so he would probably have made my list. If, I I'd probably take Jerry if you want to talk about old school. I'm taking Pistol Jerry Pete. West over. See, Pistol I think Pete too. Oh, Pistol man. Pete though, I think of as a shooting guard. Yeah. Yeah. Two right. guard. Yeah. So, so, so sure. that's why he's not on my, I, I, maybe I'm wrong about that, but I like, I, if, if you go I, on I 2k, he's a, he's a shooting o. guard. Okay. I take Jerry West over big O. Okay. Well, you, we can, we can agree. He's the logo. We can agree to disagree and agree that I'm right. Okay. That's what we'll do there. I'm going to say about my list though, in order, I'd probably put, I'd probably put, um, I'd probably put Isaiah Thomas four and put and drop Steve Nash to five. Yeah. Isaiah, Isaiah, his, his, especially that four year run. Oh, he was yeah. so good. Yeah. So good. I, I, I think I got, if, if I had to switch up my, my top five now that I'm thinking about it, but do you think, do you think Isaiah Thomas is better than Chris Paul? I do. You do? Okay. Yeah. For, for, for ring, for rings wise. Right. 
Is that what you're right? Right, and if you just look at, um, if you just look at the the, you know, there there's actually this really cool like YouTube video of like if you look at like people in like the first like they'll take the best five years of of um statistics of each player. And if you go and watch that video of point guards, it's it, the what what Isaiah did is just and for his size, it's just unheard of. Sure. And um, so so that's why I've, I have Isaiah higher than Chris Paul. Yeah. Do you think do you think Chris Paul is going to is going to pass John Stockton's record for the most assists when it's all said and done or no? And that's the only reason why I have John Stockton on this list is because of his reputation. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And, and that's and fair. Reputation. I can't yeah. can't argue with yeah. that. You know, but but I, I kind of hope so, because like one thing I, I will say, CP three is better than Stockton. Me personally. I lo- well, don't ask Luke, but here's what I would say. I, um, I I really wish Chris Paul would have run, won a ring. He does not get yeah. enough credit. I know for the teams that he has helped over the years. Like every team he's been on has been better because of him. Like so, you know, Monty Williams is getting paid a lot of money because of Chris Paul right now. I'm just saying that should be part of his accolades. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's true man and that's and, and i i've always been a chris paul fan since he's came into the league so that's why i have chris paul at three just because i that that's the point guard i grew up watching too it was chris paul and steve nash you know those are the two point guards man in that you know 2000s era you know chris paul yeah. was so not so fun to watch when he first came in bro it was oh, nice. so good so, so good. nice and steve Nash, bro, i love steve nash i love steve nash you know that's what really because the celtics were trash back then that's yeah. who I watched with Steve Nash and Dirk in the Dallas days. And then when he went back to Phoenix and like, oh, I just loved Steve Nash. I was such yeah, a Nash, Nash was fan, good. Bro. I and, loved Steve Nash. Yeah, that's, Monty, just, that's, just the, that's just the fan reason why I have top five. I can see why people wouldn't put Steve Nash in the top five. But people did be disrespecting Steve Nash, bro. People forgetting he got two MVPs. No, I, I agree. I agree. Steve Nash, he's on my top five that I've seen. Uh, in which we'll talk about in a second, but I just want to acknowledge Machi's uh, comments here. Yeah, uh, yeah. Before we move on from Chris Paul, because I, I think we should talk about why isn't Curry one, but uh, yeah. let's let's talk about the finish to Chris Paul. He says facts. Just look at when uh, uh, CP3 was traded to the Thunder yeah. and yeah. all those young kids. He made those kids so much better and those young Thunders uh, definitely learned a bunch from him. And, you know, that's that's the thing. Like, People got better around Chris Paul. That's not like if I if I could knock LeBron James for one thing is nobody really got like better basketball wise around him. Statistically, they got better because they got open shots where I think like Chris Paul, sure. like look at SGA, like look, you know, look at the players around Devin Booker was a became a better player around Chris Paul. You know what I'm saying? Like he just yeah, Chris Paul does make players around. Him yeah. Better. And especially centers. If you go look at the centers that Chris Paul played with, like Omeka Okafor and DeAndre Jordan and and Aiton even, like look at their stats with and without Chris Paul, you'll mm-hmm. see how much he affects that center position. Yeah, absolutely. That's and why you gotta. If if he would have won, if he would have won a chip, he would oh. definitely be top three of all yeah. time. It, yeah. You know, so that's why that's why I, you know, I don't want to, you know, and I, I get why people, you know, want to debate rings. I mean, that's why to, to, to go why what Machi said, to be honest, why isn't Curry one? Because he only got four, Magic got five. So at the end of the day, you know, we care about the rings, but at the same time, it's, you know, I try not to just base players because then if we're going to talk about the best player of all time, I'm going Bill Russell, you know, but I'm not putting Bill Russell in my top five. 
at all. I know a lot of people have, and I want to talk about that with you, Ryan, in one of these days. Oh yeah, we will. Who's our, who's our top five? You know, who's the top five best players of all time? Because like, I have a lot of I have a lot of disagreements with that ESPN list that I saw. You know, even even Stephen A. Smith's list, I was like, wow, he got Wilt and he got Bill Russell in his top five, and I was just like, man. And I'm a Celtics fan. I I, I wouldn't put Bill Russell top five all time. So I get a lot of a lot of us fans go based on rings. That's why they got Jordan ahead of LeBron, you know, and that's fair. It's a fair argument. Well, you know? statistically, when you dive into the statistics, Jordan's better than LeBron. Advanced statistics, all that stuff. Yeah, there's more to that than the rings, but the rings always get brought up, which is unfortunate to that argument. Um, now, Curry, Curry, number one. Um he he also brought out that Curry was homegrown. Magic was uh, brought into a championship team, which is true. But he kept it like so. So the one thing that I always say too, which Magic accomplished more in less time than Curry, though, right? Like so, and and yes, he did. He kind of he got brought onto a championship Magic, team. Magic won a championship his rookie year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He had um, Wilt. Was it Wilt or Cream? No, it was Cream. 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 Yeah. So he had Cream. Like so you know, it's a little easier, but he then, you know, kind of took the mantle and he kept that, 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 uh, that, uh, championship level play. Yeah, if you watch, if yeah. you watch that HBO, if you watch that HBO max series of magic Johnson, when he was a kid or when he was in college and it talks about the whole story of magic Johnson, yeah. um, really nobody really, people were thinking, why are you picking magic Johnson? A lot of people were questioning that they didn't, they didn't understand why you would go magic Johnson. And not grab. Uh, I forgot what other player was was involved, but they wanted somebody else uh, instead of Magic Johnson at one time. And that's just mm. crazy to think about it now because we know who Magic Johnson is today. But a lot of people didn't really believe in it, and 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 Kareem didn't really like the trade either or the the, the pick. He didn't like yeah. Magic Johnson. A lot of players on the Lakers did not like Magic Johnson at all. Yeah, and you know the other thing that we forget about uh, when it comes to someone like Magic Johnson is um, there are two sides of the ball, right? Magic Johnson was a really good defender. He yes, And he was. could, yeah, really good defender, could guard multiple positions. He was 6'9 at his time. That was crazy. Um, so he he's a way better defender than Curry, and it's not Curry's fault. Curry's like, what, 180 pounds soaking wet, right? <laughs> like he's 6'3", right. 180 pounds right. soaking wet. So it's not necessarily his fault, his stature, holds him back from being a great defender, but yeah, that that's part of the reason bro. why I have magic number one, too. Right. Machi said he changed the game though. All these kids are shooting half court shots. Now in today's game, it's only a three point shot or a dunk. Curry made the mid range irrelevant, which is true. And I've always stated that, but that's why if Curry, if Curry, if Curry wins another championship before he sets it all done, I, I would, I would, I think I'd put Curry one. Over magic. Because then they'd be tied at mm -hmm. five. I, I put I put Curry one. That's the only reason why I don't have Curry number one is because he got four magic got five. Yeah, we should talk, you know, like that that'd be another really good topic. What does Curry have to do to overcome that? So what do you think? Uh, and, and the reason why we, we got it's the same thing with LeBron and, and MJ. If LeBron gets six rings, I'm putting LeBron over MJ. I'm sorry. Oh no, never will be ahead of oh, MJ. No. I me that's no bro lebron no lebron if lebron gets six he'll rings, never get bro, which he won't he, he which won't he won't no but if he did if he wins the nba he wins this year no, he wins next won't. year like can say I, he wins you know if he goes back to back you know this year and the next year 
I'm putting LeBron over. I'm putting LeBron over MJ. I'm sorry. Hey, yeah, well, uh, we we will have to debate that because 2011, because if you're statue at 2011, Curry, 2011, 2011 still it still exists. Okay, you cannot wipe that wipe that away from history. He scored eight points in a finals game. He averaged less than Jason <laughs> Terry. JJ Berea clamped him. That never ever happened to Michael Jordan in an NBA uh, uh, series. You uh, forgot. Okay, playoff I saw, series. I saw a clip. I saw a clip of MJ get owned by some white dude on the Miami Heat, getting dropped off. But- well, yes, yeah, but so has LeBron James. Like, uh, th- it will happen. What I'm saying is, there's never been a whole series where you can look at Michael Jordan and be like, he did not show up. You can do that, and LeBron James had the better team. Of, LeBron James had the better team. The two best players in that fu- series, most people at that time would take Dwayne Wade and LeBron James over Dirk, and he lost that series, and it was his. It was his oh, yeah, fault. It was the biggest choke. It was, it was right. A, that, it was you can't biggest, look at a playoff choke. series. You can't look at a final series and say any final series or playoff season they lost because of Michael Jordan. You can't. And and that will be the reason why LeBron will never be Michael Jordan. Just can't. If he wins six rings, I'm I'm doing it. I'm sorry. Just because he's been in the league for 23 years and he he took longer to get to six rings, no thanks. I'm not. Yeah. By the way, only team to three Pete, right? Twice. I think I think, I think he's more athletic. Uh, I, I don't. LeBron. 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 More athletic. More scrutiny. But Le, LeBron. LeBron. More is athletic. A nine bulldozer. It that that has nothing to do with basketball. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Because you just said you just said. Magic John, the reason why you had Magic Johnson over Steph Curry is because he's bigger. His no, I said he was bigger. at. The, no, I I said he played really good defense, and part of the reason why is he's six nine, right? Like well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that get, helped okay, with who, defense. Who's, who's winning one on one? Magic Johnson or Steph Curry? They played one on one right now. Ooh, right now? Well, how old no, is no, Magic? No, I'm saying. No. Like, like, <laughs> no, take, no, take, just kidding. Um, both in their prime, they played one on one right now. Well, is it make it take it, and then who starts with it? <laughs> because that matters to me. Make it take it. Curry's winning. Yeah, that's it. That's what was my point. Like Curry, right. Curry's going to win if it's make it take it. If it's going back and forth, you know, or if if Magic starts with it, and even if it's going it back take. and forth, I think Steph Curry wins. Yeah, that. Pro- probably because he's so got more range. It doesn't even matter. No, that's what I'm saying. He's got more range, so, but this isn't about like one on one. Although I think Michael Jordan would beat LeBron one on one. Um, I I just I don't know. I I like to me. Being bigger doesn't really have to do with being good at basketball. It helps, but it doesn't make you better. at. There's this guy like Bull Bull is bigger than most basketball players. And he's a bench player. Like, you know, it's 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 like, come on. You know, no, you can't I don't do know, that, bro. You can't you can't compare Bull Bull to LeBron. I'm not. I'm saying I'm just using that as an argument to say that being bigger doesn't automatically make you better at basketball. But it does help. It helps a little bit, yeah, for sure. No, I've, but I went athletically, to, I went to a, Michael Jordan was more athletic than LeBron. He ran faster and jumped higher than LeBron. He had a fifty-inch vertical. I, I I see what you're saying, but you also got that weight coming towards you too for a dunk. Him being that big. But are you talking about uh, uh, LeBron um, dunking on Jordan? No, I'm saying well that too. Oh yeah, he's dunking on Jordan. You think sure. you don't think you don't think LeBron's dunking on Jordan? Well, I mean, like one on one. And I think, uh, yeah, one on one, yes. 
I don't know. I think I think LeBron's dunking on Jordan. I think LeBron will block Jordan, then Jordan blocking LeBron. I think I don't, I don't see I don't see Michael Jordan blocking LeBron James in a dunk. I can see LeBron chase chase down blocking Michael. Ah oh, man. We got it's already nine o'clock, dude. We got this. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're just, I, I can't believe me and you might have words after, you know, like off air. We're going to have words. Okay. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. No, we'll, we'll talk about, we'll talk about LeBron versus Jordan. I think another time that'd, well, that'd be a good fun. topic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, that's, that's always about a good basketball topic. Everybody talks about that. Yeah. I, I, I just want to either way. You can't go wrong. No, I don't think I've, I. That's the problem I have. I don't think you can go either way. I think like people. It's just Jordan, in your opinion. That's it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And here, oh. here's the thing. I think what happens is people be, get get attached to players, and because it's their favorite players, it, it's like they have to be the greatest. It's like Kobe Bryant. I'm a big Kobe Bryant fan. He's my favorite player yeah. of all time. He is not better than Michael Jordan, and he is not better than LeBron James. Okay, I love Kobe. But I would take LeBron and Michael over Kobe. Doesn't mean he's not my favorite player, but it doesn't mean he's the greatest of all time either. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think we we've gotten to the point like, oh, what I like is better than anything you like, and and nobody can admit like actually, even though I like my thing, I get why your thing is better. You know what I'm saying? Like sure. that's that's the way I feel. Um, but we got to have this this debate some other time because I got yeah. I got research notes on this. Okay, I he do. I, research notes. Yeah, I do. I do. This I, is coming from the heart, baby. I don't need no notes to back <laughs> up my my things. Comes from right here, baby. Facts Deep over down. feelings. Facts over feelings. Uh, um, there's let's, no facts behind it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to read off. The, the top five point guards real quick. We don't have to talk about it that, that I've seen in my lifetime yeah. that I actually witnessed yep. play basketball uh, mm-hmm. in real time, I should say. Uh, Curry one, Chris Paul two, Steve Nash three, Jason Kidd four, Russ, uh, so Westbrook five. Russell Westbrook five. Yeah. That's, good. Yeah. That, that's a good yeah. five. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I, would, I would say the same. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Also, for uh, I, think, I think we're leaving out one, one more. I... Um, you're saying you're saying this era that you've seen, right? Right. So from like 2000, 2001 on to to forgetting Luca. Oh, well, nobody's I, doing what Luca's doing, bro. Oh, dude, Luca's so good. But I just want to wait on Luca. Just you know, he's only been in the league for four years, but I just want to sure. wait on him. But I'm with no. you that he will be there. He's on his I'd way to be there. Five right now. What's that? I I I think I would change. Who who who's your fifth again? Russell Westbrook. He's got an MVP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he, he uh, NBA okay, triple so you said, double. You said, you said Curry, Chris Paul, Steve Nash, Jason Kidd. Yep. And Russell Westbrook. Yeah, you that's why Jason I got to win. You got Jason Kidd fourth because he got a ring. Fair. Yeah, and he but was I, I think Luke, he was I think a great Luke passer. Jason Kidd though. Oh, oh, like um, yeah. This is where it's like to me. It's it's it's. It's not just whether it's it's you got to put everything together. So like accolades sure. right, plus right. plus stats plus you know eye test yeah. plus you know long. No, I agree. I agree. All that you stuff, gotta, right? But that's, so that's I just the wanna, only thing Jason Kidd has is a ring, Luca Dome. So I get it. Well, yeah, and in, in, in the longevity, I want right, you know right. the, the consistency, and, and Luca will get there. So I think you're right. We'll, we'll when we look at this list in about five years, we'll have Luca on it. I'm with you on that, but I'm just waiting right. on Luca. Yeah. Do you think Luca will be in the conversation with Magic Johnson too? 
if he wins a ring or, or a couple? Would you have to drop if Chris Paul don't win a ring? Do you drop Chris Paul and put Luke in the, on that top five list of all time? Just got to see how it's done. Like you know, it's right. it's like a lot of it. Like if he wins a ring, but he's not like, let's say he's in his forties and he's kind of a bench oh, player. That no, right? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm stupid. Kyrie Irving, Irving. got a ring over yeah. Westbrook. Uh yeah, but he had LeBron Kyrie on his team over Westbrook. No, I'm no. Kyrie yeah, he had Westbrook. LeBron and Kevin Love on his team. I'm not I'm not putting him over. No. Westbrook had less and he did more. So Kyrie, bro. Yeah. Kyrie never won a ring. What? <laughs> no, I I'm, I'm just joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh I know. I'm joking. Goodness. Great reaction, oh. though. Great reaction. Oh my lord. <laughs> Great reaction. No, no, I, no, but I forgot about I forgot about Kyrie too. I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute. I mean, I know Kyrie's now a shooting guard, so I think that's why we overlooked Kyrie. But right now, uh, Kyrie, I think, man, Kyrie got the best handles we've ever seen in NBA history. Yeah, but and he got a so- championship under his resume. Yeah, he don't got MVPs or Finals MVP. He and I played- get all the antics, you know, take away his away from his greatness that he's done, you know. Mm-hmm. But let's stop it. Stop the stop the blasphemy. I'm not, but I I just think I'd have Russ right now over him. You know, of the, uh, the ones I see. No. He was so aff- dude, dude. Just go watch Prime. No, Russell I agree. Westbrook. Yeah, I agree. Like, oh, so good, so good. I agree, but that's why. But that's why we have Jason Kidd in that list, right? Because he got a ring. Kyrie has a ring. Well, he's he doesn't just Kyrie have. In there. No, no, he doesn't just have a ring. That's not why he's on the list. He has a ring, but he also is very good statistically. He uh, longevity I, I, wise, he he played true. on a lot of great play uh teams like there's there's multiple arguments ring is a factor but there's other arguments as well um with Kyrie and and, and with Jason Kidd like he was successful being a leader on a team he never won a ring being the best player but he was successful with it uh Kyrie we I mean, still gotta still put see Jason that Kidd four and, and and Kyrie Irving five. Oh no Russ Russ's gotta be ahead of Kyrie right now okay what about Derek Rose Oh man, he if he would have stayed healthy, dude, he would be a top five right now. If he would have stayed healthy, he just didn't stay healthy. I, you know, it, the longevity isn't there. That's why. Okay, okay, so you you would put you would put Derrick Rose obviously over Russ Westbrook then if we're talking about athleticism and everything like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, him him and ever. Russ, man. Could, could you imagine the battles we would have gotten if if Rose would have stayed healthy longer? Oh, like man. Russ bro, and him going that. at it. I remember that oh, oh. nine playoff series against Chicago so and Boston. That was such. Yeah. A, oh, bro, that was like that's arguably the best playoff series in uh, history. You're not wrong, man. You're not wrong. We got to talk wrong. about that playoff series. We, we got a lot. We got a lot, lot to, to discuss, talk about. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Um, okay, man. Well, that's all the time we got. I gotta, yeah. I gotta, I gotta bow Almost out. Two uh, hours this time. Oh, yeah, I know, man, I know. Great, I know. Um, you want to plug your stuff? Say again. You want to plug your stuff? You want to? Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The the socials and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, everybody. Uh, follow me on Sour Lemon on on Twitter slash X. Um, I do go live uh, playing 2K sometimes too on on Twitch at Sorry Lemon, twitch.tv slash Sorry Lemon. If you guys want to play with me, uh, my PSN, I do play on PlayStation, is Sorry Lemon as well. Also, I do upload the podcast, the box score podcast on my on my Sour TV YouTube channel as well. Um, and uh, also follow our box score Twitter chant or uh, channel by, at box score sports underscore. Follow our Twitter page.
Yeah. And then you can you can follow us there. And then also you can follow us on bo- the Box Score Sports podcast on, on YouTube. YouTube well, uh, I put clips and not everything. I'll do special clips for just that that I won't put on a, the podcast. So, for instance, um, our instant reaction to the Pacers Celtics that's on the YouTube channel that will not be on a podcast. And also listen to our podcast on Spotify and Apple or even Absolutely. wherever you w- listen to podcasts because I think I'm on six other platforms other than those two as yeah, well. Yeah, Ryan, you got a lot of you got a lot of stuff out there, man. It's awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. Awesome. yeah. I'm just happy so, to be a part of this. Yeah, I'm happy you are. Except, well, I'm I'm kind of doubting myself now listening to your Jordan talk, but we'll we'll, we'll address <laughs> oh that God. later. We'll address that later. Okay, guys, thanks so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed, and we will talk to you guys real soon. Peace, guys.